I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery. But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Trap nerds, trap nerds, real niggas like you never heard. We in this piece. Welcome, 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 welcome to another exciting episode of the Trap Nerds Podcast. How you guys doing this week? Doing great? Everything good? No. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, real nigga kicking it. Uh, hopefully today, Gremlin beats the shit out of Prairie View. Let's go, Gremlin! Uh... I really been chilling cause shit. Damn near every alumni is in Dallas this weekend for the Cotton Bowl, so I've been getting kidnapped a lot. But hey, it feels good to you know people actually remember jolly old baritone Jesus, and people be forgetting I'm in Dallas now. So I've been lit. We had a DJ the old Daiquiri shop last night. Other than that, I've been chilling. Shit, I'm hungover. Tony, how's your week? Busy. I've had a lot of. I, I fell behind, had a lot of car issues, which I don't know if I've said this before, but I'm basically a, a master mechanic. I watch YouTube videos, and I've <laughs> I've that's, done so much work on my car, man. That's the Mexican. Imagine taking it. the time to watch YouTube video do something if you just paid to get it done. Uh, nah, it could be dude, me. I'm, could I'm be not. Me. Listen, I'm not about this. Do some pay three hundred dollars to have my radiator fan replaced when I can do it myself. Nah, I refuse. No, so that labor that labor is worth three hundred dollars to me. That that time and that I had to put into doing it is worth way more than three hundred. My my time is priceless. I refuse. You gotta remember, we in Texas. So if it's if it's three hundred, it's probably gonna be like four. Yeah. No, I'll probably and don't. I, I replaced my starter. I don't know where y'all be going. <laughs> <laughs> y'all be in the white folks' neighborhood getting stuff fixed. They not me. To, not they me. I don't have to worry about that over there where I'm at. They charge me a cool thousand to fix my radiator. 
Hex, dog. Park was 300, Labor was six something. I'm like, what the fuck? My lady got her alternator fixed for, what, $200? That's it. It's a whole alternator fix. Because Frank, it's probably because of Frank, though. That's why I got my partner replaced for one fifty. But when I actually called, like the actual like pull up mechanic, three hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where y'all y'all you need to come over here get the family deals that we're getting. The part for my car was gonna be like a hundred and fifty. That was just the radiator fan, and so I looked it up, and uh, I just went to the junkyard and pulled another one myself, and then got the pick and pull. Yeah, I went to the pick and pull. And uh, that's too much time. I ain't going to no junkie. No, I ain't going low to key. pick up a radio. I ain't it was only it was only uh, forty dollars. I saved like that, like so much and, money. And an hour of my time is worth forty dollars. <laughs> worth way more than forty dollars. I refuse. And my starter was gonna be even more. It was gonna be like five hundred. Mm. I just did that myself. That didn't take. Yeah, and it's Damn. weird because it's like it's really easy to get to, which I was surprised about. Cause I, was, I got my shit on eBay for like fifty dollars. I just had to pay somebody to put the bitch. Oh in. no, I was that was for I was talking about for labor and part. The part oh. was two hundred. That's one thing about Texas. It's not hard to find parts for like most cars here. You can find the parts. It's just finding a motherfucker to fix it. Yeah, that, surprisingly, I have so I have to get my uh, fuel injectors changed, and that's gonna be like I can I can get my spark plugs changed at the same time because I I basically have to take the whole air intake apart. And you're right. I have reached a deep into my Mexican culture for this. I don't know. <laughs> Aside from that, though, I've also been having my feelings fucked up by this new anime called uh, Freyrin Beyond Journey's End. It's about an that was elf. one of the new releases that Netflix had announced this fall. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean it's, that uh, Crunchyroll had announced this fall. It's about this elf uh, and her party after they defeat the demon lord and basically her life afterwards because you know she's. An elf, and she lives way longer than humans, and uh, it's her dealing with all that. And then it is the first episode. I I shed a little tear. I ain't gonna lie. It's been messing up my feelings all week. I, I thought you was describing Elfin Lead at first, but <laughs> <laughs> does sound like Elfin Lead. Now that you say it, a little bit, it's more similar to uh to Your Eternity, which oh, is God. another one. Yeah. It's a lot of elf animes. In case y'all don't know, audience, it's a lot of them. Boy, that <laughs> Japanese, the anime world is obsessed with. You might uh, well elves. say that's a genre, goddamn elf anime. We, we like having our feelings hurt. All of them hurt your feelings too, actually. <laughs> elves do not have good good stories, bro. Oh, Spy Family exactly. come out next week too, don't it? I think the fourth or something. Do like it. That. Yeah. I oh, well, something yeah. like that. Hell yeah! Ready to watch that again? <laughs> that's been my week. Ah, uh, me. Uh, let's see. I'm going to see the creator today after the show. So, see what that's okay. about. Uh, I, I had to stay off the uh, internet for a couple of days because people be spoiling stuff, so I can't be on the internet. I might get one of spoil not like a spoiler what's happening in movie, but one of the spoiler reviews that subconsciously, subconsciously be in your mind when you look at a movie, I have to avoid them to have my own free thoughts. But What's the creator? That's the one with Denzel Sun, right? Sun in it, yep. yep. It looked like Terminator mixed with Doom, mixed with, uh, let's, let's see, uh, like, Taking bits with like a whole bunch of stuff like that, but it looked interesting, so I'm gonna see it. it was about. <laughs> That's a crazy like mashup there. Nah, he's probably he's pretty spot on with what he's saying too. <laughs> from what I've seen from it, does like <laughs> seriously? Like hey, dude, like oh, a bunch of man on fire too. Mm-hmm. They've even said that like man on the future version of man on fire 
as a uh, but the, hey, is his name John David Washington? He he's uh, becoming like a really good actor. Like he's getting in his bag. Yep, he's getting a lot of roles and stuff. I think him and Denzel supposed to be doing a movie together. They supposed to be doing a Broadway movie. It's supposed to be him, Denzel, and Denzel's daughter. Cool. And but, you know, his uh, do- no, go ahead. But uh, that's all I got. I want to see that. Uh, I was watching this show. Same show. Oh, I I finished um Superman. The uh, HBO Max one. Superman finished that. I did. Pretty yeah, it's good. good. Pretty good. I, oh, and uh, someone wanted to know your opinion on Lois Lane in this I'm TV about say, show. I, I, I'm about to say, uh, I think it's, uh, Xavier turned out to be right about Lois Lane <laughs> from all the months back. I, I think she is half black in that show. I told y'all that. <laughs> <laughs> I told. I fucking told y'all that. He was right the whole time. She looked like a negrito. I told y'all, bro. Oh, she looked got like black parents or some shit out of nowhere. Well, her dad, I think. Yeah, it was, I could. I was I was half panties guy, so I couldn't tell if that was a dad. Now nah, I think it was a dad though. But uh, it was it was pretty good. But Lois Lane still annoying. That's the worst part of the show to me. If she wasn't in the show, it'd be much better. Her and Jimmy get on my nerve. They just there. I don't need. I, I want to see Superman fight Brainiac. I don't need to see Lois Lane trying to crack a case about somebody uh, dumping toxic waste into the lake or something. I don't. I don't care. I don't don't care at all. But. I like how they found out that he was Superman. Well, Jimmy Olsen was the funniest. He's like, I knew you, Superman. You, you, like, you leave very quickly. <laughs> oh, shit, funny. That's a good show. I can't wait for the next season. They did good. Adult Swim is just good at making them shows that that make you, you know, that make you love them. Like Adult Swim still got that good power in them to make good shows. Um, Adult Swim, maybe the Superman series. It's on Adult Swim technically. So technically, it's an Adult Swim show. Really? The two? I thought yeah. it was on HBO Max. It is on Max, but Max, uh, like, it streams the show, and it also plays, like, weekly on uh, Adult Swim. Hey, Zaslav be getting these. Well, he been here. Fucking hey, before you go, that boy Jannard and, and uh, Power is tripping, boy. Every time you turn around, he's sniffing some heroin or some crack or something. Which Power? He his own supply. I haven't Jannard. seen the Tommy one. Jannard, bro, you need to watch it, bro. This, that one's good. I think I think it's better than the Tariq one, bro. It's good. Really? I gotta yeah, yeah, see it. I think Tariq one made me fall off. Yeah, Tommy, that boy, Tommy, Tommy go hard. Tommy ain't scary like Tariq. You know, Tariq Young is scary stuff. Tommy ain't scary. Tommy just be blinking people, boy. <laughs> he don't play no games, boy. So I like it, bro. I, uh, uh, well, my week is good. Uh, did a Don't Tell comedy show last night. It was fun. It was a sold-out crowd. Had a lot of fun. Really good crowd. And uh, amazing time. Uh, I also finished, well, no, the shot didn't finish yet, but I started, like, back watching the shot. It's getting close to finish. Uh, it's a lot of things I got. It's a lot, of, like, it's a good show, but you can tell a woman wrote that show because some of that stuff in there be, like, be confusing. Like, all of them has at least dated each other girlfriend at least once or twice. And and, and, cra- and they're still friends. I'm like, no. Like, this girl cheated on the... It do. It sound. It does sound like that. I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm not even gonna disagree with you like that. And then, like, they have this one kid that that killed a dude last season, and everybody is still like treating him like he's a good person. I'm like, bro, he murdered somebody. Then he shot up a club too, and uh, he's dating this girl now. It's dude named Bakari. He's dating this girl now, and the girl's like, please do not get me sent to jail. And then what happens, like, two episodes later is they both in jail because he he's driving in a stolen car that was given to him by the drug boss. And then next thing you know, this nigga went to her house to get her to hide, like, a crap ton of guns that he used in the murder. I'm like, bro, this is not a good person. <laughs> the, the crime life is getting to him. Stay away from him. 
the pastor daddy, the, the, the fat dude that everybody say looks like me, uh, his daddy died. And uh, that was a pretty sad episode. Everybody stopped saying I look like that boy. I don't look nothing like him. I'm way fatter than him. Um, but no, all in all, The Shy is a good show. Y'all should go check it out. I, I've been keeping up with it. I'll do a full review on it when the season ends. Oh, uh, Iman Shumpert was, is a terrible shot. This nigga supposed to been doing, <laughs> going, doing a hit on one of the drug. I'm, I'm not giving away too many details, but he's supposed to be going doing a hit. And he had ample time to kill this dude. This dude missed every single shot. Not only did he miss every single shot, he got shot himself while he was sitting in the car. Why well, sound like you sound like you saying want to plot to one of them Tubi movies? It, it it's <laughs> uh, hey the the freaking murder scene seemed like one of them Tubi movie plot. Hey, them Tubi movies be That's kind of as far as they get with Tubi movies. They don't yeah. do shit. Else. They just they got that. They got the they got the uh they got the uh main objective of the story. How they get there. It is, but no, nah, the shot is like a really good, well produced Tubi movie. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Said a well good produced Tubi movie. It's just all stuff that confuses. I'm just like, bro, like, why do y'all? This one lady cheat. This 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 uh, it's a gay couple in there. These two lesbians, they stay together, and uh, well, they're married and everything. Probably, uh, probably what I thought was the best relationship in the show until the one lady who has the kids. She cheated on her. And then they stayed together. I'm like, y'all not going to leave? And now I think the other girlfriend is about to cheat on her. It's just so much cheating going on. And then every episode starts with sex. I mean, I like that part of it. But every episode starts with sex. And it's, it, but I don't know. Go, go check out the shot. See if y'all just as confused as I am or some stuff. But it's a good show. It's like a solid good show. It's just confusing. Uh, other than that, I mean, I started reading some more comic books. I'm going to be coming with some comic book reviews soon. Uh, I know. Through the archive. Shut the fuck up. I went through the <laughs> I went through the archives. I had to go through my comic book collection. I'm like, I ain't. I could be trying to get to the comic book store to buy some new ones and see what new series out. I was like, fuck it, let me just go through my old ones and see which Read ones the I shit had. You got? It's yeah, a- I had like six boxes full of them. So that's what I'm gonna do. Get some reviews going. But it's, that, good to, I, it's good to see that there are parallels with uh, you know, comic book readers and get and gamers because you know people in their Steam libraries have like hundreds of games untouched. Mm-hmm. Unplayed. That's why I haven't bought shit yet, because I had to look at my library like, I have not beat half of this. That's <laughs> just me. I got a graphic novel in there with Batman and Robin. I think I'm going to start reading that reading. I hadn't even started yet, because I'm trying to get the other graphic novel that came out. But we're going to see. Uh, yeah, other than that, that's all I got. Uh, we got to go to a quick break, but when we come back, Dre's Gaming Corner after this. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. 
Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are back. So, Dre, what you got for us? I'm a, before I go into the game and shit, I wanted to ask that y'all see this. Like, first off, I wasn't, I was already like, nope, when I saw it. And then the actor just made me just be like, nope, even more. But did y'all see the Snow White girl got fired? No. Uh-uh. Because Snow White girl. This is the guy that was, you know, they was making a live adaptation of Snow White, which shows how Disney is fucking themselves over even more. But, okay, this is the this is the exact way of how to lose your job, I guess, which kind of, she kind of proved my point when I was like, Disney be super woke fine shit at times for no apparent reason, but... She basically, like, how can I say it? You know how, like, it's with classic shit, with the classic tales. First off, can we just, like, start off with half of these shits are German folk tales. They were not meant to be politically correct at all. You know what I mean? And people trying to, you know, make it, like, modernized and shit kind of just fucks up the entire point and meaning of the original story. I don't think people understand that at times. That's just kind of how I look at it. But she basically, like, if you just look at every press tour of her talking about it, she's just basically saying how, like, the story was weird. It was wrong. It's basically about a dude stalking a female for for a whole story and shit. And she only saw the movie once as a child and never saw it again, which kind of just goes into my, like, businessy aspect of it. Like, why would you hire somebody that doesn't even like the damn movie? Like what? What? What's the entire? That's like <clears throat> getting somebody to play Batman that does that's never seen Batman. Well, that's probably know Batman, but never fucked with Batman. That's like trying to make me be an Xbox ambassador. <laughs> I mean, I can I can now, PC nigga wise, but it's like that ain't even me. So she basically low key just made everybody not want to go see the movie automatically because she's a dick. 
you know how it's those asshole actors like, and it's like, bitch, you're like 23. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just when you when y'all boys just go look at it, they got montages of her just like self destructing her own movie. That is really? a masterclass in what not to do when you. It's like first off, we already going through all this shit with the actors when niggas not getting paid and you're being like a stuck up little bitch when it's Why do we need down. another Snow White movie anyways? First off, that's the opening, but then you get the role in that. That's like Haley Berry when she became the Little Mermaid. It was like, I mean, I never really even liked the Little Mermaid to begin with, but mm. I'm getting this check. <laughs> that type of energy, that is wild. Uh. But apparently she got fired, and I'm like, Disney is steady just fucking up the bag. Y'all y'all can't just keep doing shit like this and then just losing hella money. Y'all done already lost a few billion. Oh, I got Disney conspiracy theory for you. It's true. I think it is. Cause, 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 fuck it, go hit me with it. <laughs> Y'all know, cause you know Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. He was over like DC and everything. The DCU that got messed up. He changed all the thing from uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah, I feel. Like, I feel like Disney paid him to sabotage DC. I'm dead because I'm so joked up. He is over. He's doing. He's doing a Soka show on Star Wars, and he's he, doing he, other shit. He, he left and went to Disney. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. I mean, Come that's on. been, niggas been saying this slightly, but it's like one of those, it ain't just him. I can't even just put it all on just him. You know what I mean? That was a joint fuck up. <laughs> that, that was a joint fuck up. <laughs> he, could, he, he couldn't single-handedly do that one. Then it's like, I mean, nigga, going, if you go over, di- go over to Disney shit, yeah, they ain't doing much better. No matter how many, how many coping-ass niggas try to say it. They still fucking up as much as one as Warner Brothers and Disney right now. I mean, but he's on a Shoka. Shoka's killing the oh yeah, Shoka's good. I saw that. What else is though? There's some other stuff he did too. It's like, yeah, you can have one good show, but shit, in a lineup of all the shows, it's still a loss. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Like, y'all, don't especially you can't you can't be in that, you can't be that type of person in, in entertainment and shit. It just don't work like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, who the fuck gonna wanna hire you for anything else now? You only got like two movies under your belt, my man. That's what I'm saying. And she complained about what it was, the Grammy. It was one of them award shows. I wanna say it was the Grammys on some shit like, how y'all, uh, what did she do? She went and, uh, she was a co star in a movie, right? Mm-hmm. Co star. She wasn't even nominated. But she tried to hit one of the award shows with them. They didn't, you know, invite me because, you know, she pulled the woman card and shit. So oh. next year, they, they, and so the next year, she ended up presenting an award and still being kind of a douchebag. <laughs> I just do not fuck with Rachel Zegler at all. She, like, she's, she's dead ass, just old yellowed her career. A little bit. <laughs> bullshit. Like, you shot yourself in the foot, but. But anywho, onto some lot of news. I just, I just hate when I see people do that shit. Like you get them type of opportunities and you fuck it up trying to be like it ain't even woke. That it was just kind of stupid. It was just like, what's the point? Why are you even? What's the point of you even having this job? But anywho, y'all, we are in October, goddamn me, and you know what, what time it is. We gotta, you know, list up all the games coming out for the jolly old month of October. We are in the red zone of where everything is getting serious, but we are in the thick of it now, y'all. Y'all remember we were saying this summer, we finna be stressed the fuck out and broke. 
I'm stressed the fuck out and broke. I don't know about y'all right now. This I am. I'm definitely stressed the fuck out and broke. I don't know. Definitely am. Did you hear real quick? Huh? Did you hear that uh, Sony's removing all traces of the Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic remake? They have deleted tweets. They have deleted. I got trailer. I got it. It went and it went. It went. It was the. Uh, it was Aspire. No, it was Sony. Oh damn! They took a well. I, well, shit. Aspire fucking up. Yeah, and you know, we heard last, uh, I think it was, well, actually, I think it was it like got put on earlier hold. this year when those two, when the directors got fired after showing it off at a board meeting. <laughs> so uh, I think this might be that final nail in that coffin. I'm praying to God it's not, but it's like, I, I, it's like, why did y'all put a spire over it? That is a studio that makes remakes and remasters. And it's, if y'all don't know, like, they last big fuck up was the Knights of the Old Republic 2 remaster for the Switch, where they was like, they gonna basically, you know, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 was unfinished as fuck when it dropped. So the Switch version was fine, supposed to be like the complete version, like with all the cut content. We, that game been out two years and we still ain't got it. I had to use my, I had to just go and download the Switch, I mean the Steam version, which I do not download the Steam version, y'all. You're going to have to vampire the masquerade that bitch modders had to make an entire patch of the game to make it, like, runnable. It was one of them situations. It was bad. So, that's, ah, yeah, I, I'm sorry. Just, I was like, I, I want it so bad, but I felt like that was too much for a spy to actually handle. Yeah. All right, well, now on to the good gaming news. <laughs> right. All right, let's pop it off, shit. October 3rd, it is a real, what, what's the nigga? They made the fly Cronenberg. Nah, that, it, ain't, it ain't his style. Do y'all remember that movie, uh, Event Horizon, where it was space, yes. bloody, gory, horry? Yeah. Love that movie. It's like we got Scorn. It dropped, what, two months ago on Xbox, but we finally get it on PS5 now. It was, uh, what that shit is, timed release. So we finally oh, yeah, timed get it exclusive. on PS5. Yeah. yeah, so we finally getting it on PS5. I heard it was a good game. It was, like, beautiful as hell. like. With all like the goriness of it all, so I, I I probably if it's on PS Plus I'll check it out finally. I I was scared to run it on my PC. <laughs> uh, October fourth, we got Hellboy Web of the Weird coming coming to everything. I saw some of that gameplay for that. I like the style a little bit. Yeah, it I like the art me. style a little bit. Yeah, pretty cool. Reminds me of Beautiful Joe a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It's one of them games. I like the what it is that uh the shader. I forgot the type of shader, but them shaded games, like how Borderlands was at first. Yeah. Man, I miss Beautiful so Joe. That was such a good game. I'm gonna yeah. replay that. I'm still which what can you play it on? Probably have to play it on Dolphin and emulator. Yeah, you ain't lying. I gotta find it. Then Legally, of course. I will rip the game <laughs> from the disc. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, I got Six days to beat Assassin's Cub Valhalla because Assassin's Cub Mirage come out on the fifth. Everybody know we finally finna figure out what made Basim lose his bad shit mind in Valhalla. I hate Basim so much. If y'all, that's the main character of Mirage, but he appeared in Valhalla, lost his goddamn mind. So we finally, I guess we finally finna see the origin of like what made that he's. You know how is that really cunning asshole, but you just feel like he evil a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's Basim, so I guess we're going to see how the fuck he, he became evil. We got Dark Pictures Anthology, Little Hope, and Borderlands 3 coming on the 5th and 6th to the Switch. 
I'm still confused as to why y'all keep trying to make these like super high end games run on the Switch after we just saw Mortal Kombat One run on Switch. I heard people was pissed off about that, bro. I don't buy AAA games on Switch unless it's like straight for the Switch. I want to say I always. I mean, have anybody? Why is anybody expecting the, the graphics to be like something amazing? It's, it's Switch. I mean, unless it's a Switch no, game, the graphics using. No, no. It's like it's hit or miss type shit. It's like certain. It, it depends when it comes to that. It comes to the studio to me. Like I don't expect shit from the Switch. I don't exactly. Yeah, but it's I, like, I, but it's one of them. If you played that motherfuckers, just look at the comparisons. It's just all bad. And it's like that's one of them. Even with like how the uh, Switch engine is, y'all half ass the fuck out of that. Ain't no way you finna try to tell a motherfucker you ain't have what half ass that. I'm sorry, but coming up next, we got Detective Pikachu returns. Some shit that's actually gonna run pretty good on Switch, even though it's probably gonna be 30 frames a second. <laughs> shit. I was always a fan of the T- Detective Pikachu. It was a nice little side story. All right. Why are we doing this? I don't know. We got Roblox coming to PS4 on October 10th. <laughs> Roblox, Roblox just trying to get money, but hey, y'all can still check out our episode at iHeartLand on Roblox. Just saying. <laughs> That's an exclusive episode that y'all can only see on Fortnite and Roblox. Goddamn, these pretty, pretty great times. Never before seen anywhere, and we don't cuss in it, so you know. <laughs> we got Lords of the Fallen coming on the 13th for PS5 and Xbox and PC. I've been hearing a lot about this game. It's like, it got strong Dark Souls vibe, and I'm trying to run through lives of P right now, so it's like, I don't need that much stress in my life, so I'm gonna chill for a month on that one right now. We got... Squ- oh, shit, I fucked that one up. SpongeBob SquarePants, The Cosmic Shake, coming on the 16th. I thought you were about to say Scorpion King. <laughs> Boy, hey, oh my God. <laughs> Hell, I wish. That'd be hilarious if I ever see a Scorpion King remake. I'll be confused. We got Slender, the arrival coming on the 18th. Wait, is that a Slender Man game? Yeah, how about that? Is that Slender Man? Wait, I gotta look this up. Probably. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, shit, it is Slender Man. Oh, okay. So it's the, it's, it's the original Slender Man game, but did they finally remastered and remade that bitch for like consoles and everything? Okay, I mean it's that's cool. I, they, they did not tax on it because that was. I mean, Slenderman came a long way. I remember playing that bitch as what a, a flash game when you just had to run around the forest and not try not to die. It was a simpler time. It was a simpler time. That was the first of its Boy. kind. All right, regular shit, regular shit. Skipping forward on the twentieth, Marvel Spider Man Two. We already know shit finna get serious with that. I can't wait for that some bitch. Spider-Man 2 finna go ham. I, st- I still gotta go back and be uh, the first one in Miles Morales just to catch myself up. I gotta I got go back and do my first one. I, Miles Morales is amazing. Yeah, I fucked with the first one. With, bro, the first one got sad when the Sinister Six came back. That was like, it got serious. I, I fucked with That was Chef Kiss. And they it was basically uh, Batman Arkham fighting style with Spider-Man, which translated over really fucking good. Like, beautiful. Oh, I forgot to say, too, uh, the Batman Arkham Trilogy is coming on the 13th, which, ah, it's been weirdly PS3 games and back been able to run pretty good on Switch. So if you ain't played, you know, the Arkham Trilogy, 
I highly suggest that one because I heard that one. It, it runs okay. Like, y'all know if it comes to Switch games, I'm going to let y'all know whether or not that bitch run good or not because it's hit or miss, y'all. But the same day, we also got Super Mario Brothers Wonder because, you know, we ain't got a mainline Mario game since, what? The one I mentioned? Nah, you know, that's his own. I'm talking about like a Mario game. Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, that, yeah it's been a good minute. I heard they're remaking Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door. That is also coming. That is also coming. Classic. Classic as fuck. We got... This is a weird game that I actually still do play at times, but we got Just Dance 2024 coming on the 24th. <laughs> I it's remember you all trying thing. to get us to get that stupid-ass game. It's Just all we got. The Michael yeah. Jackson simulator is gone. <laughs> uh. So that's the closest we got. But on the same day, we also got, y'all know I'm ready for this. We got the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 coming on the 24th. I don't even got to say shit about this. Solid Snake back, baby. So it's like, as soon as that drop, I'm running all of them back to back. And I'm not getting it on Switch. Do not get that shit on Switch. I'm scared. I feel like a nigga try to run Metal Gear Solid 3 on Switch, the Switch is going to blow up. <laughs> That bitch is going to be so dumbed down, so make sure you get that bitch on PS5 or Xbox. Or PC, at least you can mod that bitch on PC. Definitely ready for that. Uh, we got Dave the Diver coming to Switch on the 26th. I keep hearing about this goddamn game, but I ain't never really just ran it, but I didn't heard it's addictive as hell. We got Ghost Runner 2 coming on the 26th, which is a cool, just weird, runny game where you hack it. It's like a weird, constantly moving hacking slash. Hmm. But when... But it's how the fuck with it. It's like one of them. You, you once you get the rhythm of it all, you end that bitch. I still I had ran the first one a while back because I got it for free on PS Plus. I highly recommend. Then you know on the twenty seventh we got two heavy hitters, Alan Wake two. Y'all already know I'm ready for that. We finally finna see what happened after my nigga got out the lake. And I've been liking like the promo for how they've been mixing like well, and they say that's how the game gonna be. It's gonna be like a mix between live action and stuff. Really, they know. Yeah, Remedy, but Remedy been kind of doing that for a while because that's kind of how it was with Quantum Break because, you know, they had, like, a live-action show with the game, but it was, like, a lot of the, uh... They was mixing the gameplay shit with the actual show in the game, which was cool. I, I appreciate that. Like, Remedy is one of my favorite, like, just slept-on studios. They gave us Max Payne, niggas. <laughs> like, and then on the same day, we got UFC 5. I want that one. I'm going to get that one. That's what I love my UFC I mean, games. And it's like, you know, UFC don't, they ain't really just been, they ain't really missed in a while. That's one concurrent, like EA, like, you know, they, they, they killed the shit out of boxing and just went all buckets into just UFC. And it's like, it's, it's working. I can't even argue with it. I, but yeah, I, the UFC games are way better than any other fight night games. And I know that's a bold statement, but I'm saying it, I, I love the UFC games over. I picked them over any fight night game, honestly. It's just, oh, it's fine. And then when they made it, the uh, when they made grappling simpler to do, uh, that's what really, you know, that's what really what, caught me. Yeah, that's what it helped. When people find, when they find, that was the one thing killing it. But when they figured out how to, you know, make grappling accessible to everybody, I feel like it started to click with more people. Then, you know, UFC just keep getting bigger and bigger. So mm-hmm. it worked. And last up, I'ma just go and throw a strong curveball in it. Cause I'm still like tripping off. Did y'all hear how uh, they said the iPhone 15 was gonna try to like be on the same level as like 
gaming systems, which is like, it's doable, but bitch, no. We didn't ask for this. So we got Resident Evil Village and the Winters expansion coming to iOS on the 30th. Why? I still don't know. Like, I don't know why they just, like, started trying, why Apple started doing this. We finna make it able to, you know, run, like, AAA games. I mean, phones are pretty but strong these days. They strong, but it's like, why? I'm, I just wonder who asked for this. The same people who asked for uh, Mortal Kombat 11 on the Switch. <laughs> no, I can't I can't even know. No, because if I see MK1 on iOS, I'm done with life. Because, you know, most or of MK1, the time. Yeah, you're right. They'll do the, and you know they'll do that weird shit like instead of actually pin the main game, they'll just make like Call of Duty Mobile. Like they don't actually pin the main line game on there. They'll just make a version like Apex Mobile. Every game got a mobile. They they pull in the Final Fantasy where they just pit down there every game on iOS now. <laughs> There's a Rainbow Six Siege mobile too. I'm fucking joking. <laughs> mm-hmm. See what I mean? Maybe it's from for the people in the foreign countries or something. Because I've learned, yeah, China does. Yeah, it's for a lot of the China people. But I guess, you know, backbones are like a thing and shit. So I just, me personally, I can never be a mobile nigga. It's like I got too many systems to just be on my phone playing in my game, too. It's like, come on now, stop. (laughs) You got to have something without games, right? But... That is all I got coming in the month of October of just super, like, hands-on-deck appeal right now. There are a lot more, like Hot Wheels, Unleashed 2, Gargoyles Remastered, Galactic Civilizations, Foe, Lord of the Rings Return, Tomorrow, Ghostbusters got a VR game coming. You know, it's, it's a lot coming season. out this year. Yeah, holiday so, season, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's so, Hey, if y'all want to know, Black Friday is next month, my nigga. Mm-hmm. Golly, this time going by, going by fast. It's already, oh, it's always Thanksgiving. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> but yeah, them the heavy hitters for October. We all stressed the fuck out right now, so it ain't just you. Just. <laughs> well, we gotta go to a quick break, but when we come back, sag out for news after this. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry though, he's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? 
so he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of dough. Well, the truth is, dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And we are back. So we got some new info in the whole sag shite that's involving the gaming industry. Eli, what you got? We got some new details from the sag after strike. Uh, um, they have some uh, news on the gaming, but first I want to go to the Hollywood writer, uh, Hollywood writers uh, deal that they made. Um, they uh, have a tentative agreement. They still got a vote. All the members still got a vote, and if they go, if the vote get passed, what? I think it's fifty percent. Then they uh the deal gets signed. It's a three year deal. So one of the big issues of the strike was the use of AI, artificial intelligence. The right uh, the WGA initially demanded that the AI be barred from writing or rewriting literal uh literary material as well as from generating source material. It also requested that no material covered by the contract be used to train AI. The new agreement though affirms the AI is not considered a writer. And anything it generates can't be considered literary, assigned, or source material. It does leave room for the writers to use artificial intelligence as a tool, provided the company consents. But writers can't be compelled to use AI to create material, and the company must disclose if they give a writer AI-generated material to work with. So, Okay, so uh, let me ask. So basically, in Lane's time, like, you can't use an AI to make original shit. But nope. you can still use AI to help with as a tool. Yeah, yeah, as a writer. Right. As a tool. Okay, but it yeah, has to be it has to be agreed right. upon to be have, right. To have that. Uh, when I it comes to using it. writers' work to train AI models, it gets a little bit more complex. The agreement essentially acknowledges that uncertainty surrounding the current legal landscape and reserves the right for of writers to assert that training AI using their writing is prohibited. A large number of writers, including the likes of George R. R. Martin and John Grisham, are currently suing OpenAI for copyright infringement. How these lawsuits shake out will undoubtedly uh, affect how Hollywood operates in the future. So, you know, it's still kind of great in that legal area. All right, because you got to think, it's a lot of, think about every writer that is like dead now. 
think, because, all right, I'm thinking, like, okay, you can't use none of that shit, but you can just go, like, tell an AI to train up on a lot of William Shakespeare. Yep. Or HP Lovecraft. Maybe a Lovecraftian story, so, but you can't get unless you got to hit up his estate type shit moment. Yep. Yep, because the future of this is going to be decided by the George R. R. Martin and John Grissom case. Because it's going to be, this going to set the uh, legal precedent for the future. So it depends on what happens in this case. Uh, George R. R. Martin, stop suing people and get out here and write this book, man. What you doing, man? You wasting time. <laughs> you still wasting time, man. Right, like, he's I'm doing everything like, yeah. but writing that damn book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, the reason with niggas made AI take your shit is because you took too long, nigga. <laughs> right. He wrote book, a man. whole sec and a whole nother series. Right. He don't wrote, he wrote, he wrote the, he the one who wrote the House of Dragon stuff, the, the, him and some other writers, they wrote the Fire, the, the Dance of the Dragon stuff, and that came out after the Game of Thrones original book. So, you done wrote all this extra stuff. Go ahead and do what you're supposed to do, man. Hey, but uh, next, we're going to talk about the streaming residuals. Um, a big talking point going into the strike was a, was a compensation, or relative lack thereof, that writers receive for streaming services. The new deal will see this gets boosted in a big way with large increases to four streaming residual, residual payments and a new bonus based on streamer viewership. Okay. The former, okay, so they the former, Netflix still ain't finna show their numbers. <laughs> they, they just got. I bet they just gonna have to show up to the the actors. That's it. They just gotta show. They just gotta. and then they gonna make them sign the NDA. Yep, 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 yep. The former would not be based on streamers' foreign subscribers, amounted to a seventy six percent increase in residuals from the largest platforms, while a bonus equal to fifty percent of the fixed domestic and foreign residual will be payable on films or services viewed by 20% or more of the platform's domestic uh, subscribers in the first 90 days. So they're getting a pay boost based on subscribers and the amount of viewers and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're going to have to see those numbers, but they're going to see them and they're going to make them sign the NDA most likely. I just see that coming. Definitely. Yeah. Because the first nigga they tell... uh, Oh, yeah, here we go right here. Before we go... As as for fu- as for uh, viewership transparency, the companies agreed to provide the guild subject to a confidentiality agreement. I the total it. number of hour streams, both domestically and internationally, of self-produced high-budget streaming programs. You <laughs> the signed the fuck out that NDA. The grill, the the guild may share information with the membership in aggregated form, so they only get to share with the membership. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's it. Hey, but uh. Labor unions work, man. This deal looked pretty good so far, and it's only three years because they want they don't want to get screwed down the line like they did on this old de- on the old deal. Boy, it was like let's see how this go real quick. Then yep. we gonna then, uh, then we can decide whether we can move forward. <laughs> okay, next is uh back in May the WGA was asking for one writer per episode on anything up to six episode TV season. Then a writer for every two episodes after that, up to a minimum of twelve total writers. The AMPTP uh, rejected this and refused to counter. Clearly, solid progress has been made, though, because a new proposal did outline minimum staffing numbers for writers and writer-producers across seasons of varying length. Three writers included, uh, including three writer-producers for a series of six, six episodes or less, moving up to six writers, including three writer-producers on a series of 13-plus episodes. So they instead of getting 12, it look like they got six for one and nine for the other. So it's still that's getting more writers' jobs. Yeah, because that's still, because I was going to say 12 is too many goddamn writers for one damn season. Yeah. 
That's how shit end up, really. Then we're going to get The Witcher. <laughs> now, then we're going to get Game, uh, uh, Game of Thrones, the last season. Horrible. Oh, God. Okay. The deal also uh, gets a guarantee of at least 10 weeks of work for writers working on shows that have yet to be given the green light. So they get, even if the show don't make it to earn, they still get their pay for working. Because you should still get paid yeah, for working. Yeah, you should even still the show get paid. Even if it don't get picked up, you got hired to make a show. Yeah, and you still put your time and effort into it and stuff like you, that. So You could have made you could have made some other shit, but it ain't no time. Then, you know, you can't work on other shit when you're working on uh, one project and shit. Okay, and uh, next, the SAG after the strike. They haven't been uh, concluded yet, but we got some stuff about the gaming portion of the SAG after strike. The SAG after uh, talk with video game industries end with no resolution. SAG after uh, announced on Thursday that it scheduled talks with various gaming industry employers ended quickly and without agreement being formed. The meetings, which began on Tuesday, were undertaken with the goal of renegotiating the terms of current and active. Uh, interactive media agreement, specifically as it relates to page, streaming rights, and the use of artificial intelligence. After failing to reach an agreement, the following statement was posted on the user's website. Zach Asher and, uh, and video game employers concluded scheduled nego- negotiations for the interactive media agreement. No deal was reached, and the current agreement will remain in effect while the parties make final efforts to reach a deal. Zach Asher recently voted to authorize a strike against 10 major game industry juggernaut with 98% of the unions, 160,000 uh, members, dang, it's 160,000 members in the, uh, voted to, in favor of the strike. In the aforementioned final efforts to reach the deal, Bill, a strike is almost certain to come next, impacting the following entertainment companies. So these these are the companies going to be affected by the strike because there are 160,000 of the members going to strike. Activision product, Productions, Blylight, Disney Character Voices, Electronic Arts, Epic Games, Formosa <laughs> Interactive, Insomniac Games, Take Two Production, Voice Work Production, and WB Games. So that's a lot of big hitters right there. I feel bad yeah. because it's like I know they're not gonna win that shit, but it's like when it comes, it's like with video. That's a whole different ball game. You feel me? It's too many. You can do this shit with like actors in like movies, but well, what's the be, difference? What? They're they're actors and motion capture artists and all kinds. It of stuff. It ain't just like America, so it's like different laws apply. Because you know, in games, the, think about it. Like most of the time, we got American voice actors. Them niggas are British or like. Well, yeah, but those Europe. were all American companies, right? That just got named up. They hire other company. They hire foreign people for their shit, though. So it mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, so you're so saying they like, outsource instead of paying. Yeah, they but outsource. You know, you know, but you know they stro- You know they did a strike back in 2016, 2017, and it lasted 183 days. And, and, and they got what they got. Yeah, they got some. Yeah. Uh, they got some movement on what they need. But, but, but why Activision, it was happening? Why it was happening? Like, they, did use, huh? they did use some bootleg actors. Why it was happening? Like uh, the actor from Life is Strange before the storm. Oh yeah, I do remember that. That's probably See, that's why that game was trash because they used all the bootleg actors that wasn't. Unionize. Because now it's like, because it's like, don't get me wrong, voice actors in video games do get hold a lot, but I be feeling like a lot of times it's like, they just need royalties and shit. Because it's like, they, they do the voice role and then don't get paid afterwards. But over the years, like, it has gotten better. I just kind of feel like that shit just kind of leaked back over something. And then you got, 
these niggas ain't spending that money going like that. You ain't even, like, you can do that to, like, you can do this to, like, Hollywood. You got to think, like, most of these game companies are owned by, like, some old white dude in Russia and, or Poland at times. They don't be giving a fuck about that type of shit. Just, you see shit. I mean, like, what, that don't, ain't, ain't this a China company owns like, Take Two or some shit? Uh, no, I don't it's know. EA and I think Take Two owns EA. I'll take two. Really? Yeah. Or the other I way around. I don't, I don't remember which way it is, but they're definitely, know, like, big partners. Because I know Take Two got Rockstar. And uh, 2K. Oh wait, that's what I was thinking of. That's what you were. You're right. Yeah, it's it's a rock star. <laughs> yeah, they got rock star and 2K. So it's uh, it's like they deserve it, but it's like that is yeah. Sh- that's hard. That's harder than going against Hollywood. You know what I mean? Okay, here go the information. Uh, the video game voice actors went on strike for the very first time in 2016, 2017, with a 11 month strike. Resulting in improved working conditions and pay for voice actors. Now the union's industrial action also includes motion recapture uh, performers who are increasingly important to big AAA productions. It's still yet to be seen whether the next round of negotiations will lead to an actual strike, but it probably is going to lead to one. But uh, so they ain't, they trying to. Labor's do a good job, man. They try to get everybody paid. They try to get the motion capture yeah. people paid in here. I'm all for everybody getting paid. It's just like that is that's going to be a tough battle. I hope that I hope they win, but who? I think they'll win. I think they'll win with the American-based companies. American-wise, but you ain't gonna try this shit because you got those are literally like if you think about it, like everybody just those are the American niggas. You not finna. You really think Japan is finna like be like be on board with this shit because they got their own setup for everything regardless. So they don't really, they don't give a fuck about this shit. <laughs> it was like we was just kind of getting fucked over here because like. What the Eastern Europe, like like the Polish niggas, the Russian design, you know, and you rarely hear about that type of shit from them. I wonder what uh, you didn't see Keanu Reeves like saying he was getting like anybody on Cyberpunk. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot, cause they be pulling the the foreign, you know, game studios be pulling a lot of American people, but you never hear them complain about pay wise. Cause a lot of type of studios. off the books pay that they get. It's funny how uh, one one uh the writers sparked all this. Like one one union action could spark it. Everybody doing it, bro. So it's it's leaking to everywhere. The autos work workers is striking now. Joe Biden went down supposed to be going to, uh went down there and talked to their union thing. So you yeah, everybody realized when we up. get they getting paid fucked up. <laughs> yeah, everything going up in price. And we still getting paid the same. Everything that's the other way. Yeah, but uh yeah that's that's the information on the. Uh, Zach Astra union stuff and the Writers Guild union stuff. So, gotta go to a quick break. But when we come back, Heroes of Villain after this. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. 
Listen to Woke App Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I'm home. Everyone knows that it's dad's job to be a bit of a joker. Sorry I'm late, everyone. There was an accident at the factory. Monty fell into the upholstery machine. Don't worry, though. He's fully recovered. <sighs> Good one, Dad. <sighs> Did you get the pizza for dinner? So he likes to keep everyone happy with some dad jokes. Yep, right here. I had a coupon, and it saved me a lot of... dough. Well, the truth is, Dad is just a fun guy. Hey, I'm not a mushroom. Please stop. Where does he get these stupid jokes from? He listens to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Oh, great. More dad jokes for me. We've delivered over 15,000 jokes to over 3 million listeners, and man, the postage fees are killing us. Listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. And we are back. It's time for another exciting segment of... Hero or villain? Go to the great state of Indianapolis, where a keep to. Oh, uh, where are we? Oh, wait, here we go. I thought Indianapolis was the city, and Indiana is the state. One of, we'll figure it out. Uh, Anyways, shit. a woman who says she was trying to stab a dog that stole her Burger King chicken sandwich ended up accidentally stabbing her one-year-old niece, and I uh, critically wounded her niece. And critically wounded her. Sherry Keith, 32, is facing a felony charge of criminal recklessness after she stabbed her one-year-old niece at a hotel in Castleton neighborhood of Indianapolis, Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. So it's one of those. On Tuesday night, the Indianapolis Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department said, that's what they said. They reported that when she had brought a chicken, imagine stabbing somebody over a chicken sandwich from Burger King. Uh, when she bought her chicken sandwich from Burger King, she sat it down and the dog went after and got it, but the dog was in the way of the child and the dog moved when she went at it and she ended up stabbing the one-year-old child in the air. When the mom, who was, uh, the child that she stabbed was her niece. The mom, the mother of the child was in the bathroom bathing her son. And when she came out, she saw blood on the bed, the baby screaming, and her sister holding the knife. Her sister dropped the knife and ran off and went and hid. And then that's when the, when the, uh, the parent called the police. When the police arrived, it took them three hours. It was on a three-hour manhunt for the chicken sandwich stabbing lady. And he finally found her in a bush right outside of the hotel room where she was had blood on her phone, on her arms. But they could not recover the knife. The lady is now in prison for what she did. 
The baby was in critical condition, but is expected to make a recovery. Uh, we have no statement from the dog that stole the chicken sandwich. So, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lady tried to stab the dog. Totally just did, with that. Yeah, a lady tried to stab the dog for stealing the chicken sandwich. It is a stab of her niece. So, uh, what's, your th- what's your thoughts on this hero villain? Not a hero. I mean, this villain. This is a villain, but I just want to know, like, what position, like, <laughs> I'm just, like, look at how some, like, was the baby, like, right there or some shit, and the dog ran past while you was, first off, you wild as fuck for stabbing, trying to stab a dog behind some chicken. <laughs> but, <laughs> Burger King of all places. Uh, Why you trying hey, to uh, I fucking like Burger King. Chill the fuck out. No, Burger King's legit. They just ain't got the best chicken sandwiches. That's the problem. Was, was she at Burger King? No, she was in the hotel no, room. And it was like, first, uh, was y'all Wait, on, was it y'all was on vacation? Dog? Yeah, it was her own dog. She needs a pit bull. Right, since you were in the hotel, you just chilling in the hotel, finna eat your chicken sandwich, that bitch gone, and now you just see, like, your dog with, like, chicken sauce on his, all around his mouth and shit. It's like, how did you get in the position to try to stab the dog, <laughs> miss, and hit the baby? Where was, like, was the dog in the bed the with the baby or some shit? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, was the dog in front? Did it pull, like, the Assassin's Creed Origins where you try to stab the dog, but then the dog moving, the baby was right there, and it's like, no. Type shit. What movie that was with Cuz accidentally punched the baby, and it went in slow motion because Cuz did oh, No, that was, that was <laughs> a real movie. Oh, I was, and then it was like, huh, how, could, how dare you? Yeah, yeah I forget what that's called. It was in slow motion and shit. That's what, like, I'm sorry for the baby, but God, they, ah, she need to go to jail for this, because it's just like, why? Like, you can't, this ain't even a crime of passion type shit. Okay, so let me see, let me read this more. She said she put, she put her daughter down on one of the hotel beds after returning to the room from Burger King and was getting the, and was getting the bath ready for her son. This is the mother of the daughter that got stabbed. When she heard a commotion, she walked out of the bathroom to see her sister holding a knife and her daughter bloody and screaming on the hotel bed. She told police, uh, he told her sister that the stabbing was an accident and fled. Was, yeah, they're not saying how it happened. I'm guessing the dog was like by the baby and she's like, damn, I don't know. Dogs are quick. They can dodge it. That's, that is the exact moment, Tony. Right there. That face when he just punched the baby. <laughs> was like, oh, I fucked up. Oh, I oh, fucked that's, up. Oh, uh, that's what Zach... Yeah, the campaign. That's a funny ass movie with Zach Gilfinak is in, in Will Ferrell. That movie had me joked up, but yeah, she yeah. It did it first. It did. Why did you run? Yeah, and she didn't run far. She was caught three hours. It took them three hours to find her in the bush outside the hotel room, which is wild. I know that family reunion gonna be. I know Thanksgiving's gonna be awkward as fuck at their house now. <laughs> Why are they in the hotel room? Is they poor? Are they There's so many unanswered questions <laughs> going on right now. Yeah, that bitch a villain. Yeah, definitely. Super villain. Hope the baby's okay. Well, it says the baby's okay. Now, crazy. Tony, what you got? Uh Oh, right. So the FBI this week indicted a former Goldman Sachs trader who allegedly used Xbox 360 chat to share insider trading tips. <laughs> like recently? Yes. So it says, um, the friend group in question earned over $400,000 in, Ill- in ill-gotten gains as a result. And uh, <laughs> the person, the FBI arrested, arrested Anthony Vigiano, an alleged co-conspirator, 
Christopher Sal Salamone. Are they Italian? They sound Italian names. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they knew a guy, and then the they guy got them they, they were the guy, shit. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the guys again? It is Anthony Vigiano and Christopher Salamone. Uh, because the CEO is named David M. Salamone. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm looking up, because I had to look up. Golden Sachs is a, basically a major uh, investment banking company with... They do stock trade and everything. Yeah, the CEO is named Dave. I wonder if he's related. So they basically did the GameStop thing where everybody was in the chat room discussing how they could uh, get all the shares, basically. Mm -hmm. Apparently, Anthony's first message on the chat was Xbox 360 chat. There's no no trace in that. The, the FBI will never look into it. Good luck ever finding that. I'm so joked up. <laughs> I show up, I say, like, why the fuck is he using an Xbox 360 chat in 2023? Oh, I guess because the servers are down or some shit like that? I don't know. No, the servers aren't down. You can still message people. Yeah, you can still, if you got a 360 right now, you probably can't, you can only play 360 and back, but you can still hop online and do a lot and still do everything. That's crazy. Okay, it's a different Solomon. It's Solomon, and the other ones is just basically Solomon. That yeah. is the CEO. That's crazy. The two were uh, childhood friends, and they would use the messaging to share insider tips about obscure companies like Maxar Technologies, Atlas Technical Consultant, and Sinus Health. And then, so, uh, wow, go ahead. No, so it's, it seems like something that they've been doing for years, and they just got caught doing it. Like, it's just. They started in 2005. Yeah, yeah, they just oh, been friends, and shooting the shit, talking, and then now it turns into some real serious, real serious. Oh, just man, I can't wait to see. Picture you just running like a criminal organization in your game chat, and then like <laughs> when the Xbox One come out, it's like, hey, everybody, make sure you still this chat stays on three sixty. <laughs> so picture just having to have a three when people go in your house and they be like, why the fuck you still got the three sixty hooked up? I'm trying to play Fable. That just seems suspicious right there. That's like uh, that's like me telling y'all to pull up to play the game, and I got the PS2 hooked up. Mm -hmm. Like, the fuck are you doing with that? Like, nigga, you got a three. What are you doing? Mm -hmm. oh, you know, they, they made it over $400,000. At what point do you just like, all right, we're good? <laughs> You get too greedy. It's just like the drug game. They don't know when to get out. They don't know when to stop. It's like an itch. They could have bought burner phones every week or some shit and disposed of them. Like, they could have opened an Italian restaurant with their Italian name. I wonder how Phil Spencer feel about this shit. Who's Phil Spencer? <laughs> the head of Microsoft. No. But, well, uh, the head of Xbox. I mean, yeah, he the, he basically head of Xbox type shit. Just a heads up, though. Apparently, Microsoft is using AI to monitor communications for illicit and toxic activities. So, best keep you the crime talk. So, the FBI uh, hasn't released whether they actually got a hold of the Xbox chat in question, or they merely got Solomon to confess by making it seem like they did. Hmm. But they, ha they haven't released it yet. Because I wonder, but how did they find it? Like, did he already have an investigation and they tracked all his, like, IP shits and was like, why is this nigga still on Xbox 360? <laughs> Someone got caught. Well, like, I, feel, I feel like whoever his FBI agent was that was listening to all his taps was a uh, 
<laughs> was a gamer, nigga, because he was like, he saw that shit and was like, why does Xbox 360 still hooked up? What are they doing? They also be very quick and resourceful when it comes to finding rich people money that's being stolen. If it was like broke people, they wouldn't even give it down. But rich people involved, they say, huh, hold on. These niggas make too much money. Let's see what's going on. That's that's why niggas need to start investing in carrier pigeons to get knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag birds aren't real. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Just... All right. Well, we're going back to the great state of Texas where the Fort Worth City Police was led on a high-speed chase through four different cities. This chase was for $30 and a few bags of chips. Where it well, basically what happened in the city of Fort Worth in a little league uh baseball like field. You know how they have the little concession stands set up at the uh, back? These three people busted down Was like this the, the one where they climbed through the back window yeah. and shit? Oh well, my they God. Didn't, not the back window, they climbed through that that front door thing that you just push up when you open the concession oh. stand up. They climbed through that, climbed in, ended up stealing thirty dollars out of the cash register and also uh, stealing a couple bags of chips. Uh, the the people were seen on camera doing this, like in the process of doing this. So the, uh, whoever owns the concession stand um, contacted the police. And by the time the people who were stealing got out, the police pulled up and they sped off and led the police on a high-speed street, going through Dallas County, going through Fairport, going through... It ended in Coffin County, uh, finally, which that's like a six... It was a, like approximately 60 miles of driving and a high-speed police chase over $30 in a bag of chips. Um, there was no foot pursuit or anything. They just gave up. The three suspects have been identified as 37-year-old Haley Lynch, 41-year-old Leela Salinas, and 46-year-old Bobby Williams. All three remain in custody facing charges of burglary, burglary, evading arrest, and tampering with evidence, police say. Because when they was driving, they was throwing a lot of stuff outside of the car. I, I, that's the tampering artist, uh, tampering with evidence part. Meanwhile, the University of Italy, meanwhile, is hoping that North Texas and Give a Day can help them recoup some of their loss. They have reported a loss of three thousand uh, dollars because the door was broken. That's basically most of the money. That's like most of like where the dam the damage is in the door. Everything else is good. Like I said, they only stole thirty dollars out of the register and a couple of bags of chips. Um, yeah. So yeah, who is the villain in this situation? The police were leading them on a strong long police chase for $30 in a bag of chips or the people for stealing $30 in a bag of chips? The people for stealing... Why would you... Nigga, you went on a high-speed chase for $30 and some chips. They definitely have some priors, All right? your charges. That sounds yeah, like some meth head shit. It does. I think... and I mean, the names. Come on, the names. It sounds like meth head names. Haley. Because wasn't it like two black dudes name. and a white girl? <laughs> it was It was a black dude, a white girl, and a Mexican girl. Oh, yeah, meth. <laughs> yeah, two methods, three methods sitting in the tree. Let me see if I can find their mug shots to see if they look methy. Because I just remember the video of the dude crawling through that bitch. Mm hmm. Going through the golly. I mean, how did, I would have stole a lot more candy and shit, but I mean, I ain't giving them I would have cleared that bitch out if yeah. shit. Oh, it's only thirty dollars in here. Shit, I'm finna become the candy man in the hood for a minute. I'm stealing all this shit. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, thirty. Haley Lynch. Come on, that sounds like a method name. Haley Lynch, Leela <laughs> Salinas, and Bobby Williams. So yeah, they're still in custody, and they're still terrible people. They stole from a little league thing that's like mostly ran by volunteers. It's in the city of Fort Worth, which, you know. Y'all basically robbed a bunch of Little League parents. 
basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fucked up. Y'all really but, thought uh, they were getting that much money from these damn games? Yeah. The, right. Yeah, then we in Texas, they charging, what, $2 for a Snickers? <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? Yeah. Buys con- you nigga concession stand is a privilege because you know they taxing off top. Yeah, yeah, everything gonna be at least an extra three dollars added on. Man, it's five dollars for some nachos. <laughs> you really think they be making money, nigga? <laughs> yep. Gonna go ahead and call these villains myself, Tony. What you what you think? What you think, Tony? Bro, I mean they're definitely villains. Hey, well, why were you running for thirty? You don't even you even go to jail for thirty dollars? No, they probably no. That would have been a ticket. It yeah, doesn't say they the have most, any priors either. The most is probation type shit. Community service. And even like if you most. did, you that would have been easily bailed out. You know what I mean? But now you got, what, escaping the scene of a crime, high-speed chase. Yeah, probably most likely reckless endangerment if you're in a high-speed chase. God, yeah. that, that. Uh, the, most of, the most of the charges are going to come from evading arrest, honestly. Nigga, Man. you had one star on GTA and automatically gave yourself three. <laughs> Just for the fuck of it. Well, yeah. Eli, what you, did you hear anything? You, you still there? What you yeah, think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, is that all you got? We ain't got no Eli's corner today. Hey, we another got... random one in Texas niggas be wildin'. Did y'all hear about the uh, shootout at the Honda dealership? Yeah, that was crazy. That was in Arlington. Cause Cuz got fired. <laughs> he went back up there and started shooting. <laughs> he pulled he pulled an Eminem off the wash. Yeah. The nigga just <laughs> That was a deep cut. Hey, yeah. if y'all have not seen The Wash with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg classic hood comedy, bruh. Eminem was wildin' in that movie. He just kept on calling the damn manager like, I'ma fucking kill you. <laughs> 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 Uh, hey, it's the kidnappers. We need 50 cents. Wait a minute. Hey, did we really just kidnap this nigga over two punk-ass quarters? Oh, we need, we need, we need 50 cents. Two quarters. And then he looked at the like, oh, like, bro, I hate. DJ Pooh is funny as fuck. Yeah, I, I just had to let that one out because me and Shalise was talking about this shit the other day. I was like, bro, see? I was like, see, Louisiana dangerous, but we just got to deal with niggas being beefed out. Niggas ain't getting fired and just, like, better come fire up the damn job. Expect, bitch, mm-hmm. you work at Honda. It's inflation, is that bro. really? Is that it's really enough, to, is that enough to go to shoot up? To shoot the dealership up, though? He probably had nothing to lose. He just ain't got nothing to lose. To shoot this place up. Go to prison. He probably, <laughs> when a car salesman just done had enough, bro. <laughs> Uh, well, we reached the end to another exciting episode of the Trap Nurse Podcast. Let's go ahead and sign off, Dre. And as always, I appreciate everybody that tunes in. Make sure y'all leave some reviews for us. We got another review episode coming. Shout out to everybody that hops in when we do Trap Nerd Gaming on Mondays. Y'all some real ones. Shout out to everybody that currently watches me when I'm streaming. Shit, my bad we've been on. It's, it's Cotton Bowl weekend. That's why I ain't really been streaming much. I got I gotta be a college drunk asshole for the weekend. I'm sorry, but other than that, follow Popcorn the Zombie on all socials. Yeah, we should be back streaming. We got Trap Nerds gaming on uh Trap Nerds gaming on Monday. Then y'all know I should be back in the swing of things. We just running the back catalog till I uh get a random check and buy like seven games. 
Yeah, that's all I got. Tony? VX Smash on all platforms. Game night, Monday, 7 p.m. Central Standard. Follow me on Instagram at The Real Son Eli. Follow me on Twitch at Official Son Eli. And make sure, and as always, we appreciate y'all. Oh, golly, what is up with my words today? As always, we appreciate y'all and everybody who listens to the Trap Nurse Podcast. Please continue to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at the Trap Nurse Podcast. Make sure y'all sharing our videos. We're putting new videos out every week. And we're going to start uploading some more videos to YouTube, some more video clips for you guys. And, uh, yeah, and make sure y'all follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, EXMANPG, XMANPG. And, yeah, Trap Nurse Game Night this Monday. Also, uh, this Thursday, I'll be doing the... Uh, Family, I'll be doing Dom's uh, what? Charger on doing. Oh, uh, what? Finally, uh, oh wow! That's, shut up, talk, shut up, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you heard it. I ain't going. <laughs> well, I'll be doing the uh, Lego um, Fast and the Furious the challenge. I'm finally gonna be building. I'm doing it this Thursday when the episode releases on Twitch. Please follow me on Twitch. Snacks Pool Comedy. Yeah, that's all I got. It's Trap Nurse Podcast. Oh. What you got, Dre? Uh, randomly to all my people with a Nintendo Switch. Y'all know I be getting on Switch ass, but they do still have hits. Uh, but if you have Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros., or Scott Pilgrim, or, you know, you got any other big multiplayer games, you know, on Switch, we are bringing the goddamn Switch Nights back. Shout out to the homie Shaq at Spicy Ramen Podcast because we've been getting it in with niggas in Canada. That's what we call the Scott Pilgrim uh, stream. <laughs> So, if y'all got a switch, y'all want to hop in, popcorn and zombie, hit me up. I'm trying to, I'm trying to build a big ass Mario Kart night. So, with like the entire room is nothing but trap nerds, goddamn. <laughs> or it, and if you want to throw hands on Smash, Fight Club is coming soon. I'm just trying to, you know, make sure I got the entire lineup. So, if you want to hop in on that, game it up, chat it up, talk hella shit, and have a good time. Hit me up on, on socials and so I can go and get your switch code. Hit me up so you can get into the Discord and whatnot. And yeah, that's all I had. I forgot to say that. It's Trap Nurse Podcast. We are out. Peace. We out. Bye, y'all. Listen to the Trap Nurse Podcast every Monday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, listener. I'm Carol Fisher, the host of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister. I'm so excited for you to hear the brand new season where we're uncovering a 35-year-old mystery 
But for those of you who didn't hear season one or just want to listen to it again, you can now get access to all episodes of that first season of The Girlfriends 100% ad-free through the iHeart True Crime Plus subscription, which is available exclusively on Apple Podcasts. You'll also get access to every single episode of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, ad-free and one week early, only available to iHeart True Crime Plus subscribers. So what are you waiting for? Head to Apple Podcasts, search for iHeart True Crime Plus, and subscribe today. Today. 